Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. And also, now you can find me on the Rockfin Network at rockfin.com with new exclusive content. Now on to the show. This episode is titled, Dark Side Genocide, Part 1. Any and all deaths that occur in our world are tragic and sad, but the most horrific deaths that have occurred through human history are the non-random, organized, and calculated killings associated with genocide. Immediately when you hear the word genocide, thoughts of the Holocaust of Jews in World War II immediately comes to mind. However, there have been many, many, many more acts of genocide that have occurred through human history that we should keep in mind as well. From Rwanda and Bosnia in the 90s, to Armenia in the first part of the 1900s, to the Congo in the 2000s, to Cambodia in the Khmer Rouge massacre in the 1970s. Dr. Greg Stanton, a former professor and government official, has conducted many years of research in exploring genocide in its many stages and machinations. In 1996, he wrote a very important paper titled The Eight Stages of Genocide. This paper details how genocide is inflicted from start to finish, from ideology to massacre. In 2012, he added two more stages to this paper, making it a total of 10. On this two-part podcast, we'll go through and discuss each stage and then insert real-world examples into the template from the past, present, and future, as well as genocide in Star Wars, such as the extermination of the Jedi, which was called Operation Nightfall, or Order 66. On today's episode, we will just discuss the first four stages. The first stage is classification, where people are divided into us and them. The us relates to a so-called master class. And obviously by comparison, the them always refers to a lesser class, which is the people or class of people that are being set up for extermination. Per Dr. Staten's website, Genocide Watch, this classification can be done by ethnicity, race, religion, or nationality. In Germany, you saw the Germans setting the Jews apart from society And in places like Rwanda, you saw the Tutsi population being segregated from the Hutus, who controlled the government. I would also argue that you can add vaccination status as a new classification to divide people on, as we are seeing this rolling out across the globe today. Now, throughout, I will be discussing Star Wars parallels in these stages where applicable as well. The most significant example of genocide in Star Wars is the Great Jedi Purge, Palpatine oversaw at the end of Revenge of the Sith. 
Midway through this final chapter in the prequel trilogy, Palpatine starts to relate to Anakin, his future dark side apprentice, what he believes to be the Jedi's true intentions, and he classifies them as political opponents. From the novelization, he says, quote, You must sense what I have come to suspect. The Jedi Council is after more than independence from Senate oversight. I believe they intend to control the Republic itself. I believe they are planning treason. They hope to overthrow my government and replace me with someone weak enough that Jedi mind tricks can control his every word. End quote. The second stage is symbolization, which piggybacks on the first stage by putting physical representations of the classifications on this lesser class. This is where you saw the yellow star start to show up on the Jewish people in Nazi Germany. And even in Cambodia in the 1970s, the Khmer Rouge government made people in the eastern zone, which were the lesser people in their eyes, wear a blue scarf as a symbol. You're seeing this in our world today with the rollout of vaccine passports, and even some organizations and companies have started to unvaccinate, have started to show that unvaccinated people had to wear bracelets of different colors or had other material ways to symbolize to others their unvaccinated status. In Star Wars, the Jedi were already pretty much marked by their specific attire that they wore. They all seemed to wear the same Jedi robes, so they weren't really too hard to track down when the time came. The third stage, which Stan added in 2012, is discrimination. This is where you start to see the consequences for the lower class, where they are no longer able to participate in aspects of society, or they're even the butt of jokes or physical altercations by the better class. Per Genocide Watch, the Nuremberg Laws of 1935 in Nazi Germany stripped Jews of their German citizenship and prohibited their employment by the government and by universities. Denial of citizenship occurred at this stage in many other genocides as well. In our world today, not having a vaccine passport is starting to prohibit you from society. In New York, restaurants require it, and other places across the country in concert venues, sports arenas, etc., they're now requiring it as well. And also you're starting to see how vaccinated people are dumping shame and guilt on the unvaccinated. I don't necessarily have a Star Wars parallel here to the discrimination, so let's move on to stage four. Stage four is dehumanization. Now this is an expansion on the third stage, and you can also argue that they're very similar and quite interchangeable. Although I would say this stage is more dramatic than the third, because it is an even further removal of the human rights of the lesser class in the mind of the public. This stage requires that the upper class to start treating this lower class as less than human, like animals. Hitler had many speeches over the years discussing the impurity of the Jewish people. Per the Genocide Watch website, quote, at this stage, hate propaganda in print, on hate radios, and in social media, it's used to vilify the victim group. It may even be incorporated into school textbooks. Indoctrination prepares the way for incitement. End quote. You do see dehumanization in Star Wars when Anakin slaughtered the camp of Tusken Raiders that kidnapped his mother in Attack of the Clones. He said, quote, They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. End quote. 
This slaughter was a defining moment in Anakin's development, as he employed similar dehumanizing techniques when he slaughtered the Jedi in the Jedi Temple during the Great Jedi Purge. And of course, we are seeing dehumanizing happen in our world today regarding the COVID vaccinations. If you are unvaccinated, you are seen by the most vocal vaccinated folks as being a literal disease spreading death across the country. To them, you alone are the reason the global pandemic is continuing. Obviously forgetting the fact that vaccinated people can spread disease as well. So we'll stop there and come back with stages 5 through 10 on our next episode. It is important to note, though, before we sign off, that at each stage in this process of genocide, concerted efforts could be made to stop or combat what will come next. Dr. Stanton makes mention in his materials that it's up to organizations like the U.S. or the United Nations to step in and sanction companies that are, or, I'm sorry, sanction countries that are moving towards genocide and to possibly oust leaders via international criminal courts. However, I believe this is a very slippery slope. What would happen if the UN and US are complicit in these atrocities and future genocidal activities? How can we be sure that the UN or even the US has our best intentions in mind? To me, Stanton's recommendations here don't necessarily seem like appropriate solutions. But I would say one solution or way to combat this is that we the people should rise up and speak publicly and warn others about the dangers that the current propaganda or laws may lead to. Will this prevent future genocides? Well, maybe, maybe not, but it's always worth a shot. It couldn't hurt. In Star Wars, Anakin saw many red flags from Palpatine that he could have warned the Jedi about, and he could have prevented many tragedies from occurring, like the wholesale slaughter of the Jedi. But by the time he could make a decision, he was so manipulated to believe that the Jedi were the enemies, and he aligned himself with what he thought was the right side, because Palpatine told him that he could save his wife. As the story played out, Anakin was wrong. Until next time, may the Force be with you.